The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You are listening to an RPA production where people gather. Ladies and gentlemen, RPA is proud to present Aaron's Horror Show with Aaron Frail. This is Jason Witter, author, illustrator of Tiny East Vampire and Monsters Eating Ice Cream, and you are listening to Aaron's Horror Show. Welcome to Aaron's Horror Show Season 2, where we talk about some movies and read some fiction. If you want to go ahead and get a hold of the show, you can always contact me at Aaron's Horror Show on Facebook or Aaron Horror Show on Twitter or Aaron's Horror Show at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome to Aaron's Horror Show, and I'm your host, Aaron Frail. Can you believe it? We are on season two. Yeah, man, it's been a whole year. All right, well, thank you so much. For anyone who's been with me this whole year, like, thank you so much. And for anyone who's new, I appreciate all of you. I'm really glad that uh, you're listening to the show because, uh, you know, that's why I do it. I'm, I'm, I, I, I thank each and every one of you, and, uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you'll enjoy another year. So, uh, you know, <laughs> since I watch movies so you don't have to, I got a very special treat for you today. I have this movie called The Geek. So, you know, it's not geek like a person who plays Dungeons and Dragons and uh, sits on their computer for too many hours in a day. No, it's like a geek, like a circus geek that uh, bites the heads off of chickens. Uh, and this particular geek in this movie is a serial killer and likes to uh, kill people. And so I am not kidding you when there are scenes in this movie where you hear this and you know the killer is close. So yeah, picture this woman walking down a dark hallway and then yeah not kidding that's that that's literally the movie a circus geek that clucks like a chicken uh yeah i i i really do watch these so you don't have to hey hey what are you doing in the studio hey 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 i'm sorry there's there's these weird elves that are just kind of sneaking in the window here like like Oh, oh, God, oh, 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 call, call the authority, Hello? Hello? This is Kolochki. I am Christmas Elf. And I'm Jing. 
I'm also an elf. We've taken over this podcast, and we're going to call it Aaron's Christmas Show. Why don't we call it uh, Aaron's uh, Christmas Show or Klotsky, you know? Why not Klotsky? It could be my Christmas show. No. What about Jing's Christmas show? Hey, guys, it's still my show. Shut up! Oh. Oh. Hey, oh, I know. He reads stories, right? Well, why don't we have him read our story? You mean... Christmas Elf Secret Agent? Hey, guys, this is a horror show. I don't read... Okay, okay, I'll, I'll read some Christmas... Christmas stuff. Maybe he talk about Christmas movie too? Yeah. Yeah, he'll talk about Christmas movies. That's good. Uh, y- you mean like uh it's a wonderful life? I I yeah, I mean, it's not really a horror movie, but you talk about Christmas movies or I break your fingers. Okay, okay, I'll talk about Christmas movies. It's a wonderful life. You like you know the famous quote? Yeah, yeah. You tell them Famous quote. Famous quote from this Christmas movie. Uh, y- you mean like uh, every time an, uh, 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 a bell rings and an angel gets its wings? No, 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 that's not the cloak. Yeah, I don't think that's the quote. Y- yeah, no, that's a pretty famous quote. It's, it's from It's a Wonderful Life. No, no, you tell them the quote about elves. Look, let me write this quote down. Every time a... Bell rings and Elf gets his Glock? I I don't know if that's the quote, guys. Yeah, that's the quote. Yeah, that's the quote. Here, give him the book. Give him the book of our story. Okay, guys, I'll, I'll read the story. Just, just don't hurt me, man. Okay, well, uh... I guess, uh... I have to read this book called Christmas Elf Secret Agent. Where the elves are gonna hurt me. All right, well, Christmas Elf Secret Agent, up next. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Jing stared down the guards in the packed hallway. They were clean-cut suits loaded with weapons, fourteen in all, four nunchucks, seven sidearms, three machine guns. No problem. He tossed his green hat with a red bobble at the tip to the side and cracked his knuckles Bruce Lee style. Even though the man in front of him stood a full three feet taller, Jing had the advantage. He was an elf, and elves had a few tricks that humans did not. Benjamin twirled his nunchucks, expecting an easy victory, while the other guards laughed. Jing dodged the first blow and scaled the man's body. He caught the nunchuck and twisted it, cinching it around the man's neck. The elf used the weapon to keep his target in a chokehold. Another goon pulled out his sidearm and fired. Jing yanked his victim to the side and heard the bullet shredding the skull and the brain matter with one sickening crunch. One. He hopped from the body in midair and pulled the bells from a festive pouch slung off to the side of his belt. He threw them at two more thugs pulling their guns. They exploded on impact. Two. Three. Meanwhile, he aimed his pointy shoes at the eyes of a man who had fired. The guy screamed when they jammed out his sockets. Jing popped the bloody shoes out before the body hit the floor and it rolled to a halt. 
He eyed the other goons. A machine gunner didn't take any risk and sprayed bullets at the deadly elf. Jing didn't waste a second. He ran up the wall, out of the way of the fire, and dashed towards the guy. He shot tinsel from his wrist. It wrapped around his opponent's neck. One good tug sent the man whirling around, gun blazing. Bullets tore through his comrades. Jing gave his opponent's head a final yank, and it popped off like a Christmas cracker. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Jing stopped the head from rolling with his foot. He noticed the man's pearly white teeth. It was good dental work. He turned back to the remaining henchmen. One nunchuck, two sidearms, one machine gun. Jing rolled two red globe ornaments down the hall. They exploded. Eleven, twelve, thirteen. One man with nunchucks survived the blast and surveyed the pile of bodies around him. He dropped his weapon and ran. Jing pulled out a candy cane communicator from his belt and said, Santa, I'm through. A booming voice from the other end said, Good job, Jingles. I think you saved Christmas. Now don't go in there alone. Backup is on the way. Ho, ho, ho. Copy that, Jing said and stuffed the communicator back into his pouch. He stepped over the bodies to a black iron door at the end of the hall. There was an electronic box with a code. He cursed under his breath and turned back towards the bodies. He shouldn't have let that last guy run away. However, it was the season to be charitable. Luckily enough, one of the goons was still breathing deep, shallow gasps. Jing stepped on the thug's shoulder that was shredded by machine gun fire. The man cried out in pain. Jing noticed the dude's teeth were also well taken care of. He leaned and twisted his foot into the wound. Who's your dentist? The goon writhed. What? Uh, wh why you want to know? Your teeth are quite good. I want to be a dental hygienist. I'm taking night classes for my associate's degree. It's never too early to start looking for practices to do my internship. So talk. I just go to the highest ratings on Google. We get excellent benefits. You guys get dental? Jing eased up the pressure. Yeah, uh, medical, vision, life insurance. We even get pet insurance. Pet insurance? Really? Yeah, pets are family members too. Hey man, I get it. The vet bills Santa spends on reindeer alone. Uh, so you'll let me go? Sure, but first I need a code. Uh, to the door? I, I can't give you that code. Jing narrowed his eyes and pressed into the wound. I think you should reconsider. You don't know what the boss will do to me. It's nothing compared to what I will do to you. I need this job, man. My dog has diabetes. You have three seconds to give me the code. One. The man's shoulder made a sickening crunch as Jing leaned in closer. Please. We already met our deductible for the year. Two. My vet is a network. If I had to switch jobs, three. A hidden dagger ejected from Jing's sleeve. With a flick of his wrist, the blade stopped short of the man's neck. Okay, okay, the thug yelled. The code is, uh, 5309. Uh, 5309? Jing lowered his dagger. Where have I heard that before? The boss. He's a big Tommy Two-Tone fan. You know, eight six seven five three oh nine, eight six seven five three oh nine. Okay, okay. Jing waved his hands. Get out of here before I get that song stuck in my head. The thug forced himself to his feet and ran away. He yelled as he left. You don't know who you're messing with. Uh, we spent years looking for a vet in network. Years. 
Jing shrugged it off. He had been threatened a lot at his job at one of Santa's leap fixers. Whether he was waterboarding a greedy toy manufacturer or responding to terrorists holding Rudolph for ransom, people always thought they could intimidate him. Maybe one of the dainty workshop kindred would be victimized, but not an SEF elf. There were a squad that made Navy SEALs look like a kiddie karate class. Jing walked to the door and typed in the code 5309. The door clicked. Jing cursed. Now he had that song stuck in his head. Jing kicked open the door and jumped through. 80s music blared in his mind. He spun through the air and landed behind a cluster of more goons. A man in the most expensive three-piece suit money could buy stood at the center. They were inspecting a factory full of children. Chained to their workstations, the kids were wrapping presents in sparkly red and green paper that came down a giant conveyor belt. One of the children stumbled and fell. He heaved with exhaustion. A man screamed at the boy and shoved the kid back in line. The child's hands were tired and he shook as he tried to finish wrapping the present. The man yelled at him to go faster and raised a menacing club above the kid's head. You know what happens on the naughty list, boy. Before the man could whack the kid, a snowflake ornament with razor-sharp edges zipped through the air and stuck in the man's throat. He toppled to the ground. Are you going to let those kids go? Jing said. Or am I going to have to put you on the naughty list? A boss in a three-piece suit turned to see the intruder and said in a Minnesotan accent, Why the H-E double hockey sticks do I pay for pet insurance if I can't even have one secure doorway? A large man in a deep voice said, Boss Hansen, studies have shown that more comprehensive benefit packages attract higher-end talent. So why is there an elf standing right there? My father always said, you gotta shovel during the snowstorm to stay ahead of it. This is not staying ahead of the snowstorm, Boss Hansen stated. As your HR director, I warned you that putting the new guys on the front line, the deep-voiced thug said. It's my fault now? You want me to cancel free pop in the break room or hot dish Wednesdays? Ahem, <clears throat> Jing said. I said, are you going to let those kids go, or am I? I'm going to have to put you on the naughty list, Boss Hansen said. I heard you the first time. Some people have no respect for corporate structure. They make the meetings all about themselves. Boss Hansen glared at his HR director and continued. But it seems you're a single elf, and if Santa wants this factory back, he's going to have to do a lot better than send this adorable little guy like you. What's your name? Candy Cane? Smiles? Silver Bell? It's Jing. Jing? Is that short for Jingles? Boss Hansen laughed. Jingles is my birth name. <laughs> you mean that you were going to tell me <laughs> that Santa said an elf named Jingles? That's, that's just too much. Jing whipped out the Christmas dagger and leaped over the wall of goons and held it to the man's throat. The thugs pulled out their guns in response. Jing counted 50 of them. He could probably take them out, but he didn't like the odds. He lowered his weapon. Now that's a cute thing. Boss Hansen took the dagger and waved his top goon over. Do you think you can use this to cut fruitcake? I think there could be a real market for this. Yes, boss, the HR director said. Take notes. Who doesn't like a good dessert? We bring out special plates during the holidays. Why not cutlery?
Before Boss Hansen was able to finish his thought, a team of SEF elves descended from the ceiling on the holiday garlands of tinsel. Glitter, Curly, Angel, Kolachki, Cider, and Starlight were all there. They each gripped a henchman's neck and twisted them until they broke with a crunch. The SEFs pivoted their bodies and used the henchmen as shields when the remaining thugs fired at the intruders. A battle raged between the army of goons and the elite unit. Jing used the confusion to recover his dagger. He snatched it from the befuddled Boss Hansen's hand and held the blade to the man's neck. The HR director yanked Jing away with one hand and smashed dashed him to the ground. The elf bounced several times and slid to a halt. The dagger skittered away. Jing lay stunned and aching all over. The giant lumbered over towards him to finish the job, and he did it with one big boot. Jing rolled to the side, out of the way of the HR director. While the man was turning for another stop, Jing shot tinsels at the man's neck. It wrapped around the guy's throat. Jing pulled tight and the giant was unfazed. After a good yank, the deadly decoration snapped. Jing's eyes went wide. His adversary had kicked him so hard that he skidded across the floor. He came to a halt near a pair of black boots, red pants, and a big pot belly. Santa leaned down and inspected his fallen elf. Chewing on his trademark cigar, jolly old Saint Nick gestured at Jing with a fully automatic AR-15. His voice boomed. Oh, I told you not to go alone. Jing picked up himself and brushed off. Santa tossed the battered elf his dagger. Jing waved his recovered weapon. I embody the spirit of Christmas, he smiled. Ho, 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 Santa bellowed. That's why you are my best. Five henchmen broke from the battle and ran towards them. Chris Kringle gunned them down with a hail of bullets and glory. Before they even got close, the HR director and Boss Hansen were the only ones left standing after the last thug dropped by the other SEF elves. The elves closed in on the pair, but the giant tossed them aside like dolls. The SEF squad leader, Starlight, called out frantically, Tinsel! Tinsel! Now! All the SEFs shot their tinsel wristbands at the large man. They wrapped every limb in garlands of silver and green. The HR director grunted, but couldn't shake the tangle of tinsel. Boss Hansen used the distraction to make a break for it. Santa took aim, but couldn't get a clear shot with all the SEFs and the sizable, struggling man. Jing turned to the leader and said, Throw me. Elf tossing, Chris Kringle said. Isn't that offensive? I mean, I would want to be... Throw me! Santa heaved and rocketed Jing through the air. The elite elf streamlined his body so he would act as a missile flying towards its target. He held his dagger out. The weapon dug deep into the boss's belly on impact and knocked him to the ground. Jing pulled out and swiped the blood on his sleeve. Christmas colors were at least good for some things. Boss Hansen gurgled and spat. You think you've won? But Christmas isn't about Santa or gift-giving. It's about online shopping and Black Friday sales. Money rules the holiday. It doesn't matter how many slaves you... Santa blew the man's brains out. Good work, Jingles. What was he saying about slave labor? Jing asked. Uh, you, you know how it is. Elves work for gumdrops. Yeah, that's all about my house. It's just how commerce is done. In the North Pole, maybe, but not the rest of the world, Jingles. I'm afraid gumdrops won't get you much on the outside. They mostly use Canadian dollars. 
Look, let me worry about the geopolitical state of the world. You've done enough for us and deserve a little break. I made sure your husband will get off his shelf duty his time as well. Why don't you go to Australia or something? I hear they have great hiking trails. Jing laughed. <laughs> I also hear crocodiles eat elves. You're acting as if you just didn't take it down a room full of them. <laughs> Jing laughed again. No, it's just that it sounds like it would be way too hot. I think we'll go to Norway this year. You always go to Norway. I like Norway. Santa and Jing parted ways. Elf cleaning crews flooded the place and began to remove the mess. Donner, one of the reindeer from the big sleigh itself, was led into the factory floor by a thin elf with bucked teeth. The SEAFs had their hands full, attempting to load the struggling HR giant into the beast's back. The reindeer groaned as the elves pushed him up. Starlight yelled, Be careful! Santa has plans for this one! Just as Jing stepped out of the door, the kid he had saved earlier tugged on his sleeve. Take me with you, the child begged. Jing grinned. Don't worry, you're safe now. Santa will take you back to your parents. It doesn't work that way. I'm naughty, the kid said. Jing smiled. Don't believe what that man said. He can't hurt you now. An elf came to collect the kid. Come with me. We'll get you sorted proper. The elf grabbed the kid by the wrist, and the child broke away and grabbed Jing and wailed. No, no, I won't go, no! Come on, kid. You don't know what's good for you, the elf yelled. Whoa, Jing said. That's no way to talk to a child. He leaned down to the kid and patted his head. His voice softened. Go with the elf for me. I promise he won't hurt you. Promise? The kid whispered. I promise, Jing said, and the child loosened his grip. What's your name? Johnny. Well, Johnny, tell you what, I have Santa's hair. Why don't you tell me what you want for Christmas this year, and I'll put in a good word for you. I want to see my mommy and daddy. Consider it done. Really? Yeah, just go with a nice elf here, and it'll get you back to your mommy and daddy. Johnny nodded, and the elf with the brown hair took the kid by the hand and led him to the others. Leaving the compound, Jing went into the cool night air. Say how much you like the story, or else I break your kneecaps. Okay, I love the story, Christmas Elf Secret Agent. It's it's a good story. Help me, help me. No, no, you don't ask for help. You do what we say. You tell them Christmas Elf Secret Agent will be out Black Friday. You mean like the day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday, when everyone's shopping? Yeah, yeah, you, you tell them that, 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 that. That our story, Christmas Elf Secret Agent, out Black Friday, it on Amazon, and it on paperback, and, and, and wait, wait, tell them it's a good gift. Tell them they should get all their friends and family Christmas Elf Secret Agent for Christmas. Uh, but guys, I mean, you know, it's a little bit bold. I mean, just, just, why not let them decide for themselves if they want to buy it, not a, no, you tell them or will. Shoot this puppy. What? You wouldn't dare do that. Yeah, we would. Yeah, we we're we are SEF elf. We 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 are tough and and yeah, and 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 we do things. So yeah, you you listener, 
you do what host says. You go buy Christmas El Secret Agent on Black Friday. Good gift. It will be on paperback. And and also, there'll be, you know, other Kindle version, you know? Like, read on, oh, you don't need that. Oh, yeah, you want paperback. That's what you want, yes. Yeah, that's what you should do. Oh, okay, guys. <coughs> I, I think they know. <coughs> okay, guys. Well, thanks for listening to Aaron's Horror Show. <coughs> okay, okay. Aaron's Christmas Show. Thanks for listening to uh, Aaron's Christmas Show. Uh, hey, 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 guys, can I at least tell them about the other RPA Network stuff? Oh, oh, fine. Talk about other RPA Network. We don't care. You read, you read, you read novel. Oh, okay, guys. Well, well, <laughs> uh, the RPA uh, Network. Uh, <laughs> uh, so real paranormal activity. Uh, that's on Mondays, and that's with Aaron Hunter, and then Aaron's Horror Show. <coughs> Uh, Aaron's uh, uh, Christmas show, Christmas show is on uh, Tuesdays, and and uh, Terry's Mysterious Moments is on on Wednesdays, and then of course the the Sandman's Lullaby. Sometimes Thursdays it's a Phantom Cast. It every other week it's a you know all these are are really good shows. <coughs> oh, oh okay, Aaron's Christmas show is the really one that you want to watch. <coughs> Yeah, okay, you have to watch Aaron's Christmas show, or, or listen, or wh- or whatever your podcast catcher is, uh, because there's some scary elves right now. Uh, uh, no, we're not scary, we're friendly elf, yeah. You, you, I'm friendly elf, Jing friendly elf, we, we both friendly elf, you know? We just decide to stay a podcast for a while, maybe through holiday season. <laughs> the whole holiday season? Yeah, why not? We can read the whole story. Yeah, that sounds good. I like my story. Maybe we'll talk about some Christmas movies, too. Yeah, why not? Okay, sounds good. Hey, happy season two, everyone. Yeah, happy season two. Happy season two.